0: Welcome to The Daily Evolver. Today's topic, climate activist, Greta Thunberg.
1: I care about climate justice and a living planet. Our civilization is being sacrificed for the opportunity of a very small number of people to continue making enormous amounts of money. Our biosphere is being sacrificed so that rich people in countries like mine can live in luxury. It is the sufferings of the many which pay for the luxuries of the few.
0: Hey folks, Jeff here. Today, I wanted to take a look at the young eco-prophet, Greta Thunberg the young Swedish girl, she's 16, I guess, um, who arrived here by yacht under wind power to address the climate summit at the United Nations and has gotten a lot of attention. First of all, she's the perfect spokesperson in many ways and symbol and poster child in, in a way as well for what an in integral we would call the green stage of development, of, of culture and consciousness. And this is evolutionarily the move from growth, which is the economic religion of modernity, to sustainability, which is the economic religion of postmodernity or the green stage. It's a big move, and it's a lagging edge of evolution, and there's a big pain point in the culture wars about this right now. Uh, Of course, it's the running story of humans' relationship with the natural world, and we can see, you know, the stages in pre-modernity where humans basically didn't have a lot of impact because they didn't have a lot of power, but that changed in modernity as we became powered by machines and uh, have in many ways wreaked havoc on the environment. And that's something that uh, people fix as we develop. In modernity, we fix our own country, our own backyard, and we can see the um, clean air and water movement and how with significant exceptions, it has really, you know, made a difference. I remember the brown cloud when I moved to Denver in the early 80s. But what happens when people move into postmodernity, which is this progressive edge of consciousness evolution, not just culture, but consciousness, the way we see and feel and think and the world we live in. At this stage, people become world-centric, not just nation-centric, not tribal-centric. But world-centric, and we begin to see, and in a way even more important, feel um, the impact of human beings on this finite planet. And that the growth mentality of modernity has to come to an end. And this is deeply true. For people who are world centric and can see that. And that's maybe, you know, 20, 30%, maybe 40% in in certain developed countries, maybe more. I don't know. Maybe Sweden more. Um, But in the United States, it's maybe 30% of the people. And people who aren't there don't get it or see it in the same way. They certainly don't feel it in the same way. So, what's a more integral view? Consciousness continues to evolve, and it does so by taking the best of what came previously and transcending those with a bigger view that includes all of it. So, (laughs) we want the best of pre- Premodernity, which, you know, it's a relationship with the nature spirits. We want to thrive materially in a way that is appropriate to the loving and nurturing of the whole system. And we want to notice the creative urge. We talk about moving in from a world-centric perspective exclusively to a cosmo-centric perspective that... Includes the animating energetics of the whole the whole system, you know, the universe the procreant urge if you will and um, So that's different than the green, you know, Greta is the Exemplar of what is essentially a green religion and I don't say that as an insult Uh, Environmentalism is both a science and a religion. And people, particularly godless postmodernists and modernists too, for that matter, need a religion. It's what gives life meaning. And by any definition, the earth is imperiled by humans. And if we can find a deep, passionate commitment to the Amelioration of that suffering then you know hallelujah that's a that's a damn good religion. Um, there are fundamentalists, <laughs> I think Greta is one of them actually, if you want to know the truth I, I, I used to be one myself. I remember back when I was working closely with Ken Wilbur, who model I'm using here with the stages of development and so forth, uh, that he would talk about being an environmentalist. From the point of view of aesthetics, it's just we want to create a beautiful world, and that 's not smokestacks and smokes and pollution and chemicals and I remember, as an eco warrior at the time that I was slightly put off by that argument that you know it, it somehow diminished the science and the peril and so forth, but i've become friendlier to it. I see the wisdom in it and um, and I see that. That where I can really be solid is that stopping the despoiling of the earth is an end in itself I mean just that is really really a beautiful thing to be committed to now Greta is doing her thing, and um, it's interesting to see her impact her impact in the culture from, from a, a green progressive committed to the environmental movement point of view, you, you know, she's beyond critique, uh, even though she critiques. Uh, And that's of course, you know, these, every worldview uses their children in ways that are kill me, but you know, she's not really a child. This girl is, you know, she started, I think leading her first climate demonstrations when she was 13, 14, and she's been doing it and she's now 16. And she's incredibly smart and has an incredible transmission. And I'm going to show another piece of what she actually did the other day. Uh, but before I do, uh, again, uh, just to look at her impact on the culture, um, you know, if you don't get the world-centric point of view, if you're modern, traditional, pre-modern, Um, You know, it does feel like you're being put upon. It does feel like you're being conned. It feels like, oh, get off my back. That, That light bulb makes me look orange. I don't, you know, all of that. So there are a lot of people who aren't on the Greta train. And, you know, of course, Trump is the leader of a good portion of those. And he comes out with this tweet about she seems like a very happy young girl looking forward to a bright future or so nice to see or something like that. And she responds by making what he said her Twitter handle or something. And, you know, welcome to the culture wars. It's worth noting another dimension of Greta is that she's on the autism spectrum. And she considers it to be her superpower and I think in many ways it is. And just as a marker of cultural evolution, today Fox News fired one of their commentators, I think his name's Michael Knowles, who referred to her as a mentally ill Swedish child. And they issued a formal apology for his statement. And that's the conservatives doing that. Uh, When I think about how people who were on whatever spectrum were treated when I was a kid and just seen as odd and uh, to be avoided and uh, pitied and really no place in the world for them, to notice that we have moved beyond tolerance and inclusion to a full appreciation of the superpowers that so many of these people have, including her. So I think I'll just end this with um, another clip from her. And then maybe now I admit, I have antibodies to this that kept me from watching the whole thing for about 24 hours. I mean, this girl is, I mean, she is the archetype of the scold, She reminds me of that septa woman in Game of Thrones who tortured poor Cersei, that religious fanatic, Uh, and and her anger and, and how it's just barely contained. It's really a virtuoso performance because it's real. It's what great performers do, is that they transmit a truth. So let's just take a look.
1: People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction. And all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you?
0: So, yeah. How about that? Yeah, I felt my antibodies to being scolded like that. But, you know, resistance is always the message to hang in there. And so I did. And, you know, she convinced me. I received her transmission, or at least to the best I could, to the point where I feel bigger and that I have received something that I didn't have before. And, you know, I'm not necessarily convinced of her statistics and all her predictions and all of that sort of thing. Um, science benefits from threat inflation. Or should I say, scientists benefit from threat inflation. Actually, science works it out over the longer term. But, you know, I'm little, I still have crisis fatigue. But even with all of that factored in, I have been moved. It reminds me of a conversation I had a week or so ago with a friend who was raised Mormon. And he's rediscovering his Mormon roots and and reintegrating them. And um, one thing he talked about was that impressed me was this idea of honoring one's future ancestors. And, you know, great truths or paradoxes. But I love that one and I feel like with Greta I'm seeing the face of my future ancestors and I appreciate that and so thank you Greta and thank you everybody see you next time